Welcome to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast, the show about photography and design, with your hosts, Glyn Dewis and Dave Clayton. Hello and welcome back to He Shoots, He Draws. It's a special episode. <laughs> no giggling. It's episode 69. I said no giggling. <laughs> I'm not. I'm laughing at someone else. I don't know yeah, why yeah, you're me, finding me that too. funny me too. at all. But no, here we are, episode 69. Uh, it's Friday. It's five to five and it's Crackerjack. <laughs> but we're back. I'm Dave. Thank you for joining us over there. It's Glyn. Hello, my hello. partner in crime. Hello, <laughs> mate. We're not going to do the how are you because we've just been chatting for 20 minutes. I know. But um, yeah, this week it's an episode with just us. We've been on the road and we've been out and about, traveling around. We've been Birmingham, we've been Holland, and you've been out shooting people, like for photographing people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's actually quite nice to sit down together and have a bit of a catch up. So today's episode is a bit of a mishmash of things. We kind of both made made a list of stuff we wanted to just talk about. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do, you, what do yeah. you want to kick off with first? Well, I thought we'd kick off with professional imaging because All right, okay, yeah, that yeah. was the thing that was the thing we did last week and I have to say you uh you set that up for me <laughs> that it could it could have been a massive fail. You know like when someone says, Oh mate, it's the best thing, it's really good, it's really good and you get there and you're like, Really? Mm-hmm. You're spot on. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Such Absolutely a great brilliant. event. I mean the, the such lovely people in Holland. Mm-hmm. The, I never know. Is it Holland or the Netherlands? I don't know what the etiquette is on that. Yeah, but is it is it Great Britain or United Kingdom? True. Do okay. You know I mean? I'm going to say the Dutch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lovely, lovely, friendly people. Uh-huh. Amazing sense of humour. Yeah. So hospitable. Just made us feel at home. Made me feel like I'd been there every year for the past that, But that, That's years. the thing I said to you about the show, wasn't it? I said it's, it's nowhere on the scale of like the photography show. Yeah. But... That that in itself is also a positive because it's just it's got a real family feel. Obviously, it's run by uh, Peter and his wife Anya and their sons and friends and whatever. And it's, yeah. and it's just such a good feel good show. Vibe, you know, well it? looked after. It's a great vibe. Everybody's chatting to each other. There's none of this kind of head down and just getting on with stuff. Everybody's chatting. It's just it's just the best. So you know, thank you to, for me. Thank you to for getting me over there to people uh, Peter and Anya and, and Frank and Anavik for inviting us over as well um, loved yeah. it my fourth time there I think now amazing I know Love it. I know my first and uh, you know even if I wasn't invited back to speak I'd certainly want to go back as an attendee because yeah. it was such a good three days really well you know really well run and um, I know you said I think they'd moved it around this year but it was so cool and you did a cup we, we we were in the theatre, so I did my first ever talk for three consecutive days on my Why Graphic Designer is Your Best Friend talk, which went down really well. I think it worked out it was over 500 people. Well, you're actually the uh, first graphic designer ever in 20 yeah. years. So it's, in fact, since it's been running, you're the first graphic designer to ever be there. Yeah, so that was an honour. Mm. And it went down really well. And a few people came up to me afterwards and asked me to look at their stuff they've designed and someone actually wanted me to go home and take a photograph of my bookshelf and send it to him <laughs> because I talked about my books and being the, the book thief like where you steal images off the internet and write down all the books that other people have yeah I said because you know you learn from the people they learn from that would and actually like be a really him. good episode for for this talking about some of your favorite books yeah, yeah. No, we should, we should yeah. make a note make of that. Make a note of that. I'll make a yeah. note of that. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Barley. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it was a really good event. And yeah. and we were saying earlier, we've, we've been talking about it a lot since we got back. And one of the things we found, and that this isn't going to be a ranty episode, this is more one of those, 
where you kind of notice behavior when you're around something long enough you start to see patterns and behavior or at least we seem to Mm -hmm. and there was something we both kind of picked up on from both events which was as speakers not attendees but it's it's behavior Mm -hmm. and the way people behave and the way they uh, carry themselves and the way they respect the event that you know that they're speaking at yeah um i know you've talked about the whole um the the gliders yeah i i kind of mentioned that quite a lot actually but it's only because i do notice it um and it's quite funny how many people say oh yeah i know what you mean by that and for those who don't know what i mean i've never heard me say it i kind of say that there are people sometimes at events that kind of give the attitude of oh don't look at me don't look at me but look at me, look at, look me. at me. Do you know what I mean? Me. These speakers. Yeah. And they're kind of people walk around with this kind of air of kind of superiority. And let's face it, we're photographers. End of. Yes, there are photographers out there who are huge names, huge, huge names. But the rest, we're photographers. We love what we do. Do you know what I mean? You don't, you don't get, you know, bin men, the best bin men in Oxfordshire walking around <laughs> thinking there's something really special, do you? It, it, just, it just makes me laugh how people do that because... You know, we're photographers. We don't save lives. Yeah, we're not Messiah. We're not nothing like we are photographers. And I think just yeah. just a little bit of grounding. And kind of on that note, one thing I've always noticed, and I'm, thankfully I noticed this right from the start, the difference between, and I guess this goes back to uh, when both me and you started presenting out in America. There are there are some instructors, and this I'm, listen, one thing I want to make sure is we're not kind of saying here, hey, we are the blueprint. We know how you should behave. Oh, God, it's no. just it's just observations, all right? <laughs> because at the end of the day, what what is an event, all right? What is a what are these photography shows for? They're for the attendee, right? Bottom yeah. line is that's what they're there for, is for the attendee, so that they have a good experience. So one thing I noticed really early on is how some presenters, regardless of what event it is, they go there, they hide away, they come out, they do their bit, and they go again. Yeah. There are some presenters, and I'll mention some of them, for example, uh, a name that comes to mind straight away would be Dave Black, because uh, yeah. I noticed he did this in America. And I, w- I remember going, so I went from the green room. I've been practicing my class, because you, you know you need a little bit of time before you do your session anyway, so I had a little bit of time yeah. to practice my class. Then I came out into the kind of corridors, and there I saw Dave Black, and he had about eight attendees around him. And this was a, a Photoshop World event. So he's got eight attendees, and Dave's really giving them time. You can see him talking. So I said hello, and I went off to go and do my, my class in one of the big rooms. So the class was an hour. Once I'd finished the class, I then thought, do you know what? I'll go and have a walk around the expo floor now. So you go around the expo floor, saying hello to people, having a chat and whatever. And I'm probably there for another hour. And Mm. this is straight up, no lie, I came back to drop my bag off in the green room. Dave was still there talking to people and i thought that that is the blueprint do you know what i mean that there people are going to go away from that show thinking wow do you know what i mean he gave me so much time had a great chat that's probably going to be the highlight of the show for those people but so i I kind of like think that one of the things that instructors should do or presenters whatever you want to call them should do is you're there for the attendee so give people give people time spend some time to talk to them it's like as crazy as it sounds, I mean, we, like I just said, we are only photographers. Yeah. But, you know, we all have people we look up to, don't we? Regardless, doesn't matter how old you get, there are people oh, that we, so can, many. We, we look up to. So to be able to spend some time talking to them is a real highlight. Now, you know, there are people who would want to speak to you. There are people who want to speak to me. I, I want to give people that time because although I'm only Glyn Jewish, the fact that there are people who, who kind of have this, they want to speak to you, 
it could be a highlight for them. Do you know what I mean? Now, if I told my wife that, she'd laugh. What? People want to talk to you? But yeah. do you know what I mean? <laughs> but you get you get what I'm saying, though, right? It's just to give people the time that they should have. I think it's what we've said. It's that thing of uh, when people call themselves professionals, and I've always said, for me, doing it for money doesn't make you a professional mm-hmm. it's the way you behave that makes you a totally. professional yeah makes yeah. you respected and i remember a similar thing photoshop world my first one dave cross was the first photoshop guy i properly met mm-hmm. in the meetup and he came over to me and we got chatting and ended up that everyone had left the meetup and we were still in there talking yeah and he could have gone and wandered around and perhaps he should have done but <laughs> But I really appreciate that, that he took yeah. his time to stay and talk. And, and that's what I love about going to the events where you have those instructors that, you know, no one's too good for a name badge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you thought know, one thing that was really interesting, talking about the photography show as well, being a massive, massive show, you know, there was people like, I remember uh, Rankin, you know, a yeah. huge name. He was on the super stage. And when he wasn't on the super stage, he went for a walk around the floors and he was talking to people. And that really, that's a huge deal for somebody like him to do it. And then the following year, David Bailey was there. Yeah. I and I remember, I remember they, they asked him, David Bailey, you know, are you going to go for a walk around? He says, what did Rankin do? He said, oh, he had to walk around. Right, let's go for a walk around then. And yeah. that was just brilliant. But, you know, again, on the talking about the photography show, Moose Peterson, very, very good friend of ours. Um, he was on the super stage this year. Moose was everywhere. He didn't go yeah. on the stage, do his bit and go. He was everywhere on the expo floor, having pictures with people, talking to people. And Joe McNally was there doing doing. It. These people are setting the standards, and it's it's kind of I look up to these people, as do you. And you kind yes, of think that, do, that's definitely. what that's what we should be doing. And that's what that's one of the things you go to the events and you watch these people how they behave, and you think, you know, that's how I want to be thought of. And it was cool walking around, and I remember we were walking through, and there's there was like a group of people, and I heard one of them go. Jewish, <laughs> and we stopped, and I made you go back, and you spoke to him, and uh, I think one of them had bought your book, but and then they said you look nice. taller in your videos. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you had more hair. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, and uh, but talking of behaviour, there is yes. a point to this, isn't there? Because we, yeah. Re- we, yeah. Go on, I'll let you yeah. bring this. Okay, in, all right, all right. So, so, like. W- You've got to be careful how you say this now. The worst thing you can do is name and shame someone because that's another part of being a professional. Um, Say, to me, professional is is behaving in the right way. So I'm not going to name any particular person, but I would like to highlight a specific kind of behaviour that I witnessed. Now, what was interesting about this, I'm not even going to say what event it was. It's, It's been... An event we've been to in recent times. Yeah, but there's some guy that we we noticed was. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's one particular guy who was very specifically behaving like this, and and the thing is, there's some history to it because it's somebody I've known for quite some time, mm-hmm. not as a friend, but I'd heard of a a kind of behaviour from a previous instance where this person behaved very unprofessionally towards another <laughs> professional, towards another, well, a friend, yeah, yeah, someone yeah. who I consider a friend, yeah, yeah. and who, who was actually quite hurt by this behaviour. And, and it was a while ago. Um, now, this person isn't really particularly on the scene that I consider someone that I follow, but they did a talk, and yeah. I happened to be sat in the talk. We both and were. I, we both sat well, there, yeah. I, I went in the first time, oh, right, and okay. I saw a little bit of it, and then the second time we both went in. Um, so it was obviously an event we were both at. <laughs> <laughs> and it and down? we sat down, and no kidding, there was this guy going on and on about the industry, about the um, 
uh, equipment, about the software, yeah. about the people who use it. Yeah, yeah. And I've never seen such disrespect. I've never seen a guy going on about it so heavy-handedly. Yeah, it was comical, such... Dave. It was I, oh, me, me and people you. People in we front were of us a... were laughing. Yeah, people. Did, uh, yo, oh, nearly said it. People in front of us were uh, were, were laughing because it was like, did he really say that? And I, ca- I almost got whiplash because every sort of every other sentence, I'm looking across at you with like, did he just say that? Did he just say that? Yeah. I mean, he referred to. I made, I made a note so I didn't want to forget it because I'm kind of finicky like that. But he kind of he made a mention about well, one of the things he said was, and I don't think I'm paraphrasing you, Dave. Adobe a crap. That's yeah. one of the phrases he said. If you use hue and saturation, you're stupid. Um, what else did he say? Oh, well, basically, the whole talk that he was—he was so analytical. I mean, yet there are there are some people out there who are very kind of very creative-minded and do this, do that, and wow, look at this. And there are some people who are very analytical, very mathematical in their approach. However. Yeah. That doesn't mean to say they stifle their creativity if they're that particular way. But this one, oh, my Lord. You know, it's like a musician. If someone's, like, very technical and the note has to be played exactly that note and they get, like, six guitar tuners and, and they, you know, they, they won't record it until the note is... Ex- they'll never enjoy their music. No. And the thing I got from this person, while he was going on about it, it's like, you you don't enjoy what you do. What you actually enjoy doing is dissing the industry that's actually giving you a living and it was one particular thing that that he's a word that he was using in the way he was talking about was was i am the antidote yes yeah yeah that's the reason because he was this guy was going on about the fact that adobe he said you put your picture (laughs) i shouldn't laugh but you put your pictures (laughs) into their software and automatically it makes this minor adjustment here now i didn't ask them to do that but adobe in their wisdom decided that they'd do this and it actually needs to be 0.25 and exposure increase but they reduce it by 0.25 it was so analytical and i actually felt like he was sucking the life out of creativity yeah i mean i was like mate you you haven't got to be so specific and so accurate that it needs to it must be this particular way it was it was hurting creativity the way he was going on yeah. about it it really I mean was. the people watching it as well i felt for because it wasn't it wasn't it didn't even come across like, look, if you want your images to be picture perfect, and I mean like to the point of, if I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bother going to the point of perfection. I would just go back to the spot where you took the image and just stand there and look at it with your own eyes. I mean, you can't. That's about as best as that image is ever going to be. Is if you go back and stand there yourself. I felt it was insulting to the people who were watching because what he was saying was, you lot use crap software and and he even attacked the camera manufacturers and said yeah. they're no better look they throttle all the images they don't know how to make cameras you know it's kind of a good job in fact there is something on on the website and i, I, I do apologize if you do know who i'm talking about but, but this i just think is a behavior thing is that is the person kind of said i don't buy solutions i am the solution which i thought was quite arrogant yeah. but the piece de resistance and we won't go on about this I just want to leave you with the last line that we heard, which was, which was, when people say to me they haven't got time to perfect their editing, I say to them, well, you've got enough time to take shit photos. Yeah. And that was when it was almost, well, it was kind of, I can't sit here anymore. I've got yeah. to get out. This is, this is awful. Yeah. That wasn't even a, 
that was just shocking what's, to what's me. that saying don't blow out my candle to make yours brighter something yeah. like that isn't it but it seemed like he was going it seemed like he was on a mission this guy to to just put everything down and that was the only way that he could make people look at what he does yeah. Rather than kind of bigging everybody else up, I like what they do. Like, the, but this is my way of doing it. It's like it was literally saying the way that everybody else does it is wrong crap. and crap. Yep. My way and if is you the don't best. Do it my, yeah, and if you don't do it my way, then you're just stupid because you don't yeah. care about your images. Yeah, and that's not paraphrasing. Those no. words were used. It was just unbelievable. unbelievable. And then if we go onto your blog post today, which is about. Yeah. Kind of the the uh, the antidote <laughs> to it is talk about your blog post today. Yeah, the, the the blog post I put on today has actually had a really lovely response because it's something that's been really kind of quite dear to me, if you like. And the actual title of the if I just bring it up here, let's just bring this page up. The title of the blog post today was just do it uh, and the importance of photography. And basically, there's a little saying that I have in there where I've said, I will take, let me just try and find this. I've got to try. In fact, I put it onto Facebook, didn't I? It's just yeah. the little saying that I had within there. And this is something I talked about when I was on stage at the photography show was I put, I'd rather. And Holland. And Holland. I'd put, I'd yeah. rather a blur, uh, I'd rather a blurry, poorly composed picture with less than perfect exposure of a loved one in favor of no photo at all any day. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of what I put there. And so this this blog post basically is talking about a few stories. If you haven't checked it out, you know, a bit of shameless promotion here, go to my website, glyndewis.com, and you'll see it. And it kind of relays a few stories about things that have happened recently, something that I haven't shared anywhere else apart from on mm. the stage. There's one email that I read out, yeah. which really does hit home. And, and I'm glad to say, because there is always a reason for writing these kind of things, that you want it to – You it's kind of a way of saying, look, guys – just get out there and do this. Do you know what I mean? Because there's so many stories of people, and I think we have covered this before in the podcast, um, of things that have happened that you think, God, I'm so glad I did that picture. But even yeah. tonight, I told you when we kind of got started recording this, I've had two emails from, uh, from actually these are from friends, and I, they, they won't mind me mentioning this, but the blog post goes on uh, about the fact that, uh, well, no, one of them's responding to a blog post, and one of them's basically responding to uh, the podcast episode that we did when I talked about um, reuniting with my mom, which, by the mm. way, is going brilliant. I saw her on Mother's Day. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really, really nice. Uh, but one guy, a friend of mine called Trevor, he basically said that uh, he listened to it. It made him think he hasn't got a, he hasn't had the, the kind of a close relationship with his mom, but he actually did go and see her. He made a point of seeing her a week before Mother's Day. And he did take his camera kit and he did take a picture of her. And he said he had oh, in his mind, in his head, he could hear me saying, take the picture whenever you can. So, so that's brilliant that Trevor did that. But then tonight, in response to uh, the blog post that I've done, uh, got a, an email off a friend of mine called Jay. Uh, and I'll, I'll read this out. Jay won't mind. He's, he's, he's such a great guy. That, and it's just brilliant that people feel they can be this honest with me. But he sent me a photograph over and he's put, Hi, Glenn, your recent conversations and blog posts about the importance of getting pictures of your family and friends, etc. Really hit home for me this past week. Last December, my parents and I ventured out four hours each way to celebrate one of my cousin's 60th birthday. I got a few photos uh, with my camera, like this one, the one that they attached, and my cousins posing with my mum and dad just before we said our goodbyes. Little did I know that those goodbyes with Virgil would be final as he was hit by a vehicle while working on a road crew one week ago and died. Oh, it's like, what? Do you know, so as if, you know, as if we needed it, there's yet again, there are so, there's, there's, there's more stories like this 
than we would ever want to know about because it's just yeah. everybody's got their story, but it just seems that everybody's got a story when they're like, I'm so glad I um, I made that you know made that picture or I got in contact with that person because you know it's not being morbid. You don't know what's around the corner. You really yeah. don't. Um, I don't like I don't like that phrase make an image. You know, for I me, it's like, always you know, as I said that I thought but, he's going to pick me up on that. No, no, but I was going to say really a good phrase there is make an image, not an excuse. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah. Hello. Oh, getting a t-shirt with that on. That's going to be a meme on Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. It's like you know, make make the time. Don't make an excuse. It's if you've got a camera, if you're going somewhere, just do it. It's not that you should ever think every person you see could die the next week because I know you stood on stage, you were telling your story, and you go, "I'm not the kiss of death." Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the grim reaper or anything yeah. like that. It's just, it just so happens that when you do this kind of stuff, you know, the more pictures you go out there, the more people you meet, you are going to come across things like this that, that happen and people sharing stories with you that happen. But yeah. you know, one of the little thing that I kind of I think I, it was only in the Netherlands that I shared this just because you know a lot of people don't have their picture taken if you say oh, can I take your picture so many go oh no no I don't like having my picture taken mm. but one of the things I've found that's really helped me when you really want to get their picture is to say listen can I take you I'd love to take your picture and they go oh, no 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 so listen it isn't for you this is for your kids and parents, yeah. well, they'll do it for their kids. So listen, it's not for you. This is something that we can give to your kids. And it's amazing how people turn around. So if you have to say that, then say it. But whatever you have to say, just take the bloody picture. Get the pictures done. And like I said, does it matter if it's, you know, no, you know the composition's not on? If it's not as sharp as you want it to be, who cares? If the I'll socks ch- are too bright. Well, yeah, yeah, socks are too bright. <laughs> but I know that there was, a, there was one of the blokes who came up to me in the, ne- in the Netherlands. And he was saying, it was a really, really nice guy. And if he's listening, I'm really sorry. I, I can't recall your name put it down to my age um but he was telling me a story about the fact that he'd listened to that episode of the podcast um and he'd taken this picture of his dad and it just so happened recently it was the last picture that was ever taken of his dad and he'd taken it and he was he was annoyed and upset with himself because the picture was was soft it wasn't perfectly sharp and in focus mm. but i said listen you know we all want everything to be perfect when it comes to pictures but what what is perfect i said the main thing is you've got a picture I said, so tell me this, when you look at this so-called blurry picture that you've taken of your dad, what's the picture of your dad you get in your head? It's not blurry, it's pin sharp. So that blurry photo is sparking the perfect picture of your dad. The the worst thing that could possibly be is not to have that picture because as we get older, you know, your memories start to fade, and we do hear of people who get to a point in their life when they're having struggles trying to even picture what that person looked like. He's mm-hmm. got a picture. Who cares if it's blurry? It's sparking off a razor sharp picture in his head of his dad, and that's the most important thing of all. Yeah, absolutely right. Before we carry on, mm-hmm. let's have a breather. Let's have a glass of water. Okay. <laughs> we'll play an ad. We've got our, we have, we, we're pleased. Yes, we are. To announce we have a returning partner of the show. We took a little break at the beginning of the year because we both had a lot on and obviously trying to run the podcast and do all the other bits that go with it and, and kind of running partnership sponsorship thing. We had so much on, we couldn't really give a partner or a sponsor, the, the kind of return we wanted to give them. So we had a little break, but we're really pleased to say we've got Westcott back on board, uh, which Yippee. we're absolutely on about because you're one of their top pros. Um, they're friends of the show. We've known them. I mean, I I first remember them, my first Photoshop world back in 2010, mm-hmm. when um, and I've still got a couple of really cool images I took on their setup. So, And we've got friends through there. So we're just going to run a little ad. As a thank you, yep. because that's what we need to do for him. And after the ad, we'll come back and we've got some more stuff to talk about. I cool. sounded like a real radio you station did. there. Let's roll the ad. And then we'll come back to the weather and traffic. <laughs> Let's roll the ad. 
He shoots, he draws is sponsored by the Westcott Rapid Box Switch. Isn't it time you made the switch? Do it today at www.fjwestcott.com backslash switch. Okay, so thank you, Westcott. So carrying on where we left off, now mm-hmm. we've, we've had a drink and it's water. We're not on the alcohol. Glenn's not on the wine tonight, so it's, we're not too <laughs> ranty. Hence why it's not a ranty episode, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, just sorry, carrying on from the war stuff, Glenn, is mm-hmm. um, the, the project. How's that going at the moment? Oh, and before I forget, yep. before I forget, I went to see my mum on Mother's Day. Oh, right, um, okay, yeah, yeah. Bless her. Did you see the photo of me no, and Mark yeah, posted? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Big smiles. Um, she asked, could she have uh, another couple of uh, prints? Consider of the it done, did mate. Yeah. Consider it done. Because she's uh, everyone's loved them that's seen them. I will do that, um, no worries. But yeah, so no, your project, I know there was something you wanted to talk about. It, it, it is going really well. The response um, at the photography show when I talked about it, uh, and especially in the Netherlands, because I did a 45-minute talk about the project and relayed stories of... Uh, some of the veterans that were on screen and stuff like that. It, it's just, it is going really, really, really well. And, you know, there are people out there that I have to thank, people like Andrew Wright, like Beverly Cooper, uh, Jane barkway um, and many others that are really kind of helping me with this. Uh, this coming Friday, I'm down in Brighton photographing a gent who was a veteran. On Saturday, I'm photographing an ex-para who was in uh, World War II. So, yeah, it's going really, really well. But bottom line is the exhibition is going full steam ahead. I've got another meeting on the 12th of April with the soldiers of Oxfordshire Museum because uh, they want to run the exhibition for three months starting in wow. October. So I need to confirm the exact start date in October. But it be- will be October, the early part it will begin uh, and there's actually going to be a launch weekend, not a launch day, but there's going to be a launch weekend um, with interviews, veterans there on stage, there's going to be photography demos, all kinds of stuff going on. The press are going to be there as well. So it's 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 growing really well and I'm super happy. But just to be able to give these people the pictures is just the best feeling. It really, really and if is. You, and if you need a graphic designer to help you with the exhibition stuff, well, I funny know enough, loads. Yeah, funny enough, <laughs> I do need to speak to you about some of those pull-up banners and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because there's, yeah. there are obviously at the museum, there's so many other things to see. So when people come to see the exhibition, there's also so much educational stuff within that museum as well. And one area, they've got every possible medal that would ever be awarded in any conflict or anything like that. Wow. Uh, and there's so many of them. So we, me and you need to speak about having like a banner up with some of the main ones that they'll see on some of the veterans yeah. that are photographed so that people can clearly identify what that medal means and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So we'll, yeah. we'll speak We'll speak about that. Yeah, that's cool. Speaking of that, it's something I spotted today just purely by accident. In fact, I can't remember where I saw it. Um but there's uh, an exhibition on at the National Army Museum, which starts on the 6th of April, runs to the 24th of November. And I think the National Army Museum is in London. Mm-hmm. Um, just checking, it's in Southwest 3, Royal Hospital Road. But obviously, those of you who know I'm a graphic designer, I've been obviously really interested in Glyn's project because, you know, I know what it means to him. And it's been quite cool. You know, my, my granddad fought in the war. My mum was born the the year world war ii started but i'm really into the design side and i love all the kind of paraphernalia that goes with it and Mm. all the old um the the posters and the campaigns they used to run and there's this guy called abram games and he actually used to do uh like the iconic uh war posters during the second world war and he hand painted them as well because obviously you know pre-computer days Mm -hmm. obviously um but he became known for doing these kind of, I wouldn't say propaganda, but uh, war posters to help the effort. Yeah. yeah. And uh, his daughter is, 
uh, arrange for this exhibition to happen from April to November and there's certain events on this kids can go along and learn how to make posters uh, they're going to show a film about his work which I want to go and see there's a talk by his daughter but um, and I've got quite a few sort of wartime poster books uh, that I've picked up here and there that I love that kind of old artwork made my hat by hand so if you're interested in this kind of stuff uh, the details are on uh, nam dot ac dot uk and the guy's name is abram games a b r a m games as in games uh just put that in the search bar and you'll find it but that looks really interesting i want to go with that so we'll, we, you we'll, me and you, we'll both go to that because I, I actually when we move in part of the studio that i'm going to be having one end of it i want to be like a museum and i want to have some of those old wartime posters on the walls as well you know like the uh, yeah, there was all sorts of stuff, wasn't there, about uh, you know, careless talk costs lives and all those kind of uh, posters. Yeah. So yeah, I want to get some of those. And I'd like, hopefully, I you know, I'd love to get her on as a guest on the podcast to talk about it. So well, you you have I'd... a way with guests, mate. I you do. Know, if you I... don't ask, you don't get. So uh, I'll leave <laughs> that. Sniff with them you. out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, we had Austin Cleon. Our last episode was Austin Cleon. It was a bless him. He just had a stinking cold, and and I listened to it, and you did well to cut out all the coughing because the guy was dying. He was, but the uh, fact that he still did it, I know, I know. And his book, so his new book, Keep Going, uh, is the third in a trilogy, I guess, at the moment until he does a fourth one, and then it's a quadrilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did still like an artist. Then his second book, Show Your Work, and this new one that came out on the second of April, available on Amazon. It's about seven eight dollars or six pound fifty um it's called keep going uh, it's we got a, an advanced copy so we were able to have a look at it before we interviewed him brilliant book if you go on amazon i think they do a bundle for like all three of them for less than 20 quid or 20 dollars they are so so good i noticed today obviously because today's release date i saw that friends of ours brian dukes he's posted that he's got it i think jonathan thompson's getting it vernon nash i know yeah. he said he's got his previous two books so this is a definite guys if you're listening it is brilliant. It really, yeah. really is. And you'll read it in one sitting. It's fantastic. And it also, if you're based in the US, uh, go on to austincleon.com and he's actually doing a 25-city tour mm. of the book. Mm-hmm. So have a look. He's got this really cool little map up there and he's like pinged all the places where he's going. You know, And fair play to him. He's got two kids. He's going out on the road. He's, you know, he's following up on the book so yeah go back and listen to episode 68 if you haven't yet because it was if you're creative of any kind it was a really good interview and, and check out the books as mm-hmm. well definitely definitely now there was one other thing you wanted to uh talk about uh, oh, seeing... a couple of, i've still oh, got go a couple on. of things on oh, my oh, list uh, yeah, 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 yeah. i can't wait to talk about this one as soon as um, i know what it is <laughs> <laughs> no this one was we had a conversation at work today because obviously it's the second of april and yeah. everyone knows um in fact, I'm not even going to steal. Uh, there's, I'm going to steal a little bit of influence from. Uh, there's a podcast I listen to, uh, Anthony Jeselnik. It's called the uh, Jeselnik and Rosenthal Project. And there's a girl on there. What's her name's Erica Tamposi, and she posted this video this morning uh, with her and this other girl, and it was about April Fools, and it set off a spark in me but it was like yes Mm. yes that's what i've been trying to think that's how my train of thought needed to go and they were basically taking the mickey out of it saying like oh god yeah you know if you're if you're a stand-up comedian there is no better day than april the first because it's the funniest day in the world you know because all the (laughs) all all the things that happen on april the first are it's it's the national day of comedy and i was 
I used remember to be. when I was I know when I was a kid when I was younger I can remember some cl- classic old ones like the spaghetti tree which is one of my favorites um but there used to be a lot of creativity put into April Fool's Day which is an odd day anyway mm. we said this morning at work it actually should be called national tell a lie day <laughs> You know, because at school it's hey, shoelaces are undone, are they? Ah, April Fool. Yeah, yeah. But some of the some of the campaigns that some of the uh, companies were doing on social media were just lame. It, it was people were trying funny. too hard. Yeah, and it was just like it all seemed like lastminute.com. We probably and sound like them, old moany men now. I know, I know. But it was like, come <laughs> on, up your game. If you want to pull off, a, if you want to pull off a cracking April Fool stunt, go out there and like lead up to it. But pull up, pull off, I, like oh, a, a mate. I, I read a couple, and it's like um, there was one actually. There's a guy posted a picture of a camera lens, a Canon lens, and it was broken. Um, and this isn't me ever going, but it's just I was reading. It, I think an all oh, broken lens, and he's going into this story. Oh yeah, I was photographing a wedding. Uh, I accidentally knocked into the bride, and she fell over. Then the best man got really umpy with me, and he punched me, and I fell over onto the stairs, and it snapped my lens, and then blah blah. And it went on and on this story, and then he got to the end. He says, and then I kind of got up and had a bit of an argument with the, the groom, and it's an April Fool's joke. Didn't really happen, and I was like, literally, uh, uh what? Yeah. That's not funny. That's not funny at all. I've got a, I think I've actually got a good sense of humour, as have you. And I'll, I'll laugh at things that are funny, but I won't laugh at things that aren't funny. I yeah, mean, that was just like, the story kind of, going nowhere. I, I was trying to think about how can I relate to this. It was almost like, you know, like when you watch a film or a TV programme and they cut to a new scene and there's a group of people talking and it's halfway through the conversation. And they go, it cuts this in, they go, and I said to him, no, <laughs> 11 o'clock, and they all burst out laughing. It's not a joke. You're just getting the tail end yeah. of it. That is funnier than some of the stuff that people were writing yesterday. Yeah. Some of it was better. But there was one that made me laugh today, and this is just, this is completely not even anything. But there was an April Fool that was uh, done on uh, one of the Adobe channels yesterday. And uh, (laughs) this is just really stupid. (laughs) So (laughs) what they'd done was they'd got the Adobe Illustrator window and turned off the... um, the workspace so you could see through to the back and what they'd done was they'd run photoshop full screen but then run illustrator on top with the um, desktop missing so basically what you were seeing was the frame of illustrator but the canvas the workspace of photoshop <laughs> so they were showing all these new photoshop features oh, and it was brilliant. like called photo 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 traitor or something um, and it was basically they, they brought all these Photoshop things into Illustrator, and uh, and, and at the start, I must admit it piqued my interest because it was oh, you new technology coming in Illustrator, and because the time difference, it's like after midday here, April Fool's done, but you forget that you like San Francisco is still eight hours behind. So I started watching it. I'm thinking, ah, oh, okay, right. I see what's happening here. It's obviously Photoshop. And but one of the things they showed was oh and look just imagine just imagine if in Illustrator now you know you can have hue saturation and lightness on your images if you bring an image in, and I'm watching it and we've we actually Astute Graphics we do a plugin that we've had a plugin for 13 years that's done that, <laughs> and what's funny is in 13 years Adobe have never been able to put that feature in Illustrator and we've had it for 30. So I just went straight on the Adobe forum and, and I was a bit like. Uh, well, actually, 
you can actually have this in Illustrator. We've had the plugin for 13 years to do this. And I keep getting notifications now. People are going, oh, wow. Oh, really? Oh, thanks. <laughs> very clever. Nice bit yeah. of yeah, very, very so That was one that, that fell on its face. I did see, I did see a couple of um, things that did make me chuckle. Because they, they were very, very well done. One of them was on a um, the, the program that James Corden does, the Late Late seen. Show. Right, there's, yeah. there's, there's like a special guest that he kind of introduces. And he doesn't know, but he's, he's having a full played on him. And somebody who's kind of dressed like the guest as they come from the stairs at the top in between the audience kind of does a proper bad fall. And yeah. he generally thinks, oh, my God, live show, this person's fallen over. So that's a really good one. But the best yeah. one, I thought, was um, Jimmy Fallon. Love him anyway. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. And he's got a guest on there. Who, it's the girl who's, whose real name I've forgotten, but she basically plays Arya Stark in Game of Thrones. Right. So she's on the show and he's talking about the lead up. You know, it's not long now till, you know, the, the final season of Game of Thrones. And he's t- you know, he says to her, have you got any highlights from the, you know, from the five series that you've done or whatever, how many it is? And she talks through through this, you know, the sort of highlights for her character. And then he says, well, listen, he says, can you tell us anything, anything at all about the new season? She's going, no, HBO have said we're on lockdown. We can't say a word. She said, they'll kill me. He says, just anything, anything, anything. You know what I mean? She says, well... There's, there's kind of one thing well, I can't really say. She says, but you know, in the second episode of the final series when Aria dies, and, the, and then she stops and she's like, oh my God. And then the whole audience are like, oh my God, oh my God, she's just let it out. That, oh. And yet the acting that she does and Jimmy Fallon does, I watched and I was thinking for a second, oh my God. I mean, it had me. It was so, so well done. And eventually they reveal that it wasn't it wasn't true. It was, and, yeah. But, oh, my God. It was really, really well done. It really, really was well done. It was. Oh, see, that's a well done one. Yeah. That's a well done one. But some of the some of them are a bit lame. Um, that's that's our rant. That's our old mess. It's <laughs> <laughs> not funny anymore. But no, it's just like, come on, up your game. April Fool's Day. Up yeah. your game. Make some good ones. Make me believe there's an a two-headed animal called the Laprilouf. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But um, so moving on. Yes, moving on. Yes, because we're getting towards the end now. Thank you for sticking with us tonight because <laughs> yeah. this was just that uh, we just wanted to have a chat. Yeah. Um. So next week, mm-hmm. this episode is out on Friday, which yep. is the fifth. Uh, fifth. Yep. So on uh next Wednesday the tenth. I'm actually, I can't believe a year has passed. Do you remember when we did a live, we did an episode? I, I'm going to um, Columbus, Georgia mm-hmm. to an event called Creative South. That's I was a, there a year, a year ago, ago. Had a fantastic time. I'm going there with Astute Graphics. Um, looking forward to catching up with a lot, lot of good friends and people. But I remember we did an episode. I was in my hotel room and my microphone was in my shoe <laughs> to make it stand up. And we had like <laughs> crappy hotel broadband. But we managed to do it. Yeah. And look at us now, episode 69. Yeah. Highly all, all polished. Yes. <laughs> Completely professional. Yes. I think tonight's just like, kick that to the curve. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to going to that. So I'm not speaking or anything. I'm just going as an attendee. Are you taking your um, uh, recording stuff? Yeah, I've got the whole lot. In fact, to uh, this week, uh, where have I put it? Get on the microphone. <laughs> look, look, look. Oh, no. oh, the bag's come through. The bags come through, oh, the okay. mic stands. Brilliant, well done, mate. Uh, the charger cable, and today I had the universal charger turn up. Fantastic. So, so this is coming with me. So yeah, I'm yeah. hoping to get a couple of interviews with people while I'm there. It's going to be it's a quick three days. It's it's, it's a short event. Tell you what, here's, here's a thought, and this won't be an affiliate link. Okay, so we're yeah. not going to do this so that people click on it and we get paid. There's no affiliate link in this, but 
put a link to so, just some of the stuff that there. I mean, that, that plug is brilliant. For people yes. who travel, the plug that we've found for using is superb. So put maybe put that on there, Dave, and the bag as well that you've got for keeping that stuff in. Yeah, yeah. And on we'll the show just notes. Do a, yeah, I'll just do a straight um, Amazon link, not, a, yeah, not yeah, an affiliate, no affiliate link. Straight yeah. Amazon link. Yeah. Um, just because it's good stuff and it's a nice little... I was surprised how much fit in that bag. I know, it's like a sport billy bag, isn't it? It's, really it's everything. Yeah. It's like Mary Poppins. I pulled a hat stand out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be there next week. So uh, uh, we're hoping we can uh, not have to do an, do an interview, do an episode from there, but we'll try and get another one in for next Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might you might be flying solo yet. Um, well, I've got but, some good guests lined up, mate. Yes, I'm we not going to reveal all, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so we've got that coming up, which is really good. Um, this is out on Friday, so on wednesday of this week because uh, we're speaking on tuesday night uh, for t- full transparency it's mm-hmm. earlier on in the week tomorrow night i'm actually going to a college in reading to do my first ever kind of uk talk to Ooh. photographers mm. um, and it's actually been arranged by a guy who i'm trying to think which photoshop world i met him at i think it was i'm pretty sure it was 2010 in vegas wow. um john um he's the teacher there he's been teaching there for about eight eight or ten years now i've um, met john i know john yeah you know john I know the um you. in fact no he's, i think he's been there over 10 years but he uh he teaches photography and he said he wanted to treat his students on their last day of their t- of the term that they're doing and he's invited me down to come and do Brilliant. My talk. Well done, mate. yeah so how I'm times have changed that. I know, I know. Oh, I don't like to present. Now look at you. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I still don't like to present, but <laughs> needs must. Um, so, yeah, so I will have done that by the time you've listened to this. So um, so hopefully the guy, because I'm going to promote the podcast, so mm-hmm. hopefully those guys there will have listened to it. And uh, thanks for being a great audience. And I know I was the best speaker you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Plus I'm taking gifts, so I've got free books to, to, to make them like me more. Good man. Um uh, I want to give a shout out. Speaking of design, mm-hmm. uh, somebody who uh, he won't be at Creative South, but he should be. His name's Ian Barnard. Um, I'm a big fan of Skillshare. We're not sponsored by them. There is no affiliate link or anything. It's just a platform where there's a lot of good classes. Aaron Draplin's classes are all on there. Um, a young lady who does lettering, Jessica Hish, who will be at Creative South. She's got a class on there. And a good, good friend of mine, Ian Barnard, has just dropped a class today about uh, lettering um in i think it's in procreate on the ipad mm-hmm. but i just want to give that a mention because if you are artistic or you've got kids and they like doing lettering they've got an ipad um you can go on skillshare i think you can get like two months free there's links all over google um and it's like ten dollars a month after that but there's classes on everything you can like learn to make a pizza um learn to do email marketing and then learn photoshop it's just got a ton of stuff on there but I want to give a shout out to Ian because he's a really good mate and yeah, he's brilliant. a good bloke and very talented. So go and check that out. Uh trying to th- I think that's Can I can I just say one thank you as well? Yes, of a course. A huge thank you to Fritz Huart, who was our model at Professional oh. Imaging. What a blooming lovely bloke. Very tall as well. But yeah. really, really nice guy. If you've seen my in fact I've got to do a blog post this week. If you've seen my social media, he's the really tall guy with this amazing beard. But what a what a great look, but a really, really great guy. So I cannot wait I cannot wait to meet up and uh, do some stuff with him again in the future. So Fritz, if you're yeah. listening, thank you, mate. An absolute pleasure to meet you. He was I said to you, he 
he was one of those people he he reminded me of Alan Hess. Yes, yeah. In the way that he was around us. It was mm. just he was so natural to be around. It was like yeah. we must have been friends for a long time I know. because that's how I feel about But that's how it felt with everybody in the Netherlands. Oh yeah. Everybody they had the same I guess you could say sarcastic sense of humour, really. Do you know what I mean? Very, we just yeah. kind of, yeah, it's just, it's just brilliant. It brilliant. Oh, we we have to, we have to dedicate this section of the podcast then to the four Pete's. Oh, the four Pete's. Yes, the this four is Pete's. dedicated we'll to, to you. We'll have to send them a because they, they were four guys. They were just, but they made every day an absolute pleasure, and we called them the four Pete's. They know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that was good to have them around. So um, I think that's. I think me. we're done. I think I've covered everything. Um, oh. Possibly this week, uh, I did an interview at Kelby One, uh, in fact, a year ago, um, with uh, Calibra Kelby. I've been told that's actually being released on Kelby One this week, so it should be out already. It's due out on Wednesday. Um, and it was just an interview that uh, Calibra does where she just talks to the like instructors about their life. And it, it, it was April that I did it. My dad had died in February, so it was still quite close. His, his funeral had been in March. So, um, that was still quite fresh in mm, my mind. We yeah. spoke, spoke about my dad, uh, spoke about another good friend of mine who um, I have mentioned on this podcast, my friend Mike. Uh, I talked about the influence he had on me when I was younger, talked about the podcast and some other bits of my background and my life. So you might have heard some of it, but if you get a chance to watch it, it was really nice. It was a really nice, relaxed interview, and I, I really enjoyed it. But, cool. Um, I'll take a listen then. Yeah, so uh, that's good, and I think... And that's me. I'm going to drop the mic. I'm done. <laughs> well, yes. Okay. So let's call it a day because I've got it. I'm going to go and have a shower. And then it's the final of Sewing Bee tonight. <laughs> oh, lucky. <laughs> did I really just admit that? You just uh, admitted that. I did. Anyway, yeah. Uh, okay, well, right. I've just, just binge watched uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brilliant. I watched all of Derek. When we were in the Netherlands, I watched every single episode of Derek with, you know, Ricky Gervais' thing. Yeah. And it is... Brilliant. Absolutely no, brilliant. I've, I'm downloading that to watch on the plane when I go to Creative South. Matt, you'll love it. You will I've love nine it. Nine hours of just iPad and and yeah. watching films. It's, it's funny. You spend all that money on a flight, right? But I always get excited that I get free films to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always feel like I've got some kind of a, extra bonus. Like, yeah, I can watch five films yeah. for nothing. Even though the flights cost me like, 800 odd quid oh, talk, talking of films as well last night I watched uh, have you seen the film Hurricane it's, no. it's a World War 2 uh, film it's all about the, the Polish uh, pilots that flew for the RAF uh, and they were the scoring sounds the wrong thing to say but they were the highest scoring um, squadron in the Battle of Britain uh, it's a very very good film in, uh, largely based on uh, you know true events uh, but yeah. when you get to the very end of the film and it kind of does the writing up there, explains what happened to some of the guys after the war and what they did. It's really sad. And you oh. just, yeah, it's really sad. But, but you know, it's it's history. Um, yeah, really, really good film if ever you get to see it. That's Hurricane. And the guy who plays the guy who plays the main lead is the guy that played um, oh, Ramsay Bolton in Game of Thrones. Oh, I haven't watched Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, God, really, really good. I've watched one episode of Game of Thrones. I'm one of the... I'm the one. You're nothing to me, Clayton. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that film, Peter Jackson, the war film that was out Oh, Christmas? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I heard in a podcast today on the Master of One podcast, they were talking about Apollo 11. And they were saying there's a similar kind of um, film where basically there's no narration over it. 
it's just all the footage and the original sound and talking and it goes from launch to splashdown wow. of of the whole for obviously it's not in real time mm-hmm. but it's all the original footage and there's no kind of Sean Bean over the top going you know then they took off and then they crashed and it's that was my Sean Bean impression <laughs> but it, they said it's actually really good because you because it's all the original people um like the Peter Jackson one all the audio was from from the time it's really interesting to watch so we'll have to do an cool. episode right we'll do an episode on books yep. one week and we'll have to do an episode on war films recommendations your top ten your top ten mm. films that you've got during the project to get more people into learning a bit and more books. about books I've got that book books, that you recommended yeah. The Lost Tommies that's amazing oh yeah amazing book yeah that's cool so there you go we threw in a little bonus review at the end there as well go. cool alright so, we'll make a move yep Okay, so thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank you to Westcott, our partners, for joining us again. Yes. Uh, We're still working on a couple of others. There's some other bits coming on. I'm going to thank BenQ as well. Absolutely. Because um, I know you were speaking for them while you were at the photography show. Mm -hmm. Lovely people. Um, Yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. We're on social media, He Shoots, He Draws. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. Tell your friends. Leave a review on iTunes if you can because there have been some great ones on there. Um, just thank you That's thank it. you for sticking around and listening to cool. two old farts have a moan about stuff <laughs> and on that bombshell yeah it's Alan Partridge <laughs> goodbye from me aha <laughs> right catch you next week folks bye <laughs> so what do you want to be when you're older an entrepreneur well no you either are or you're not you know, it's not, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a qualification yeah it's a uh, it's generally something you're 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 an either you're either an that's like saying what do you want to be when you're older six foot two (laughs) you either are or you aren't you can't choose to be (laughs) uh right let's go (laughs) (laughs) six foot two (laughs) oh dear entrepreneur